Welcome to Mystic Queen's Circle Queen. This podcast is all about connecting with the universe. And that universe is you. Here, spirituality will meet reality. We will discuss mindfulness, personal growth, vulnerabilities, and bash society norms about women, sparkling it up with spiritual fun as astrology, tarot, and laws of the universe. I'm your host, Diana Baltra modern mystic, astrologer, writer, and mindful self-love coach. I really hope you will enjoy this ride. So let's jump in and start growing together. Hey, my loves, welcome to today's episode called Spiritual Mumbles. And this is what it is. You're going to get lots of beautiful spiritual mumbles together with me and my first podcast guest, Lucy Haywood. Lucy is our Mystic Queen's Circle social media manager. So I'm really, really excited to speak with her and to bring her to you here. And this is the woman that... I loved right from the start. I knew she is my lifetime sister. The way how she expressed spirituality just through the application of entering into the Mystic Queens really made me scream with my full heart, yes, yes, and yes. Lucy is doing lots of amazing magic in social media, especially Instagram on our channels. And this beautiful angel has also a podcast called Coming Out of the Voodoo Closet, which you can find on the iTunes and Spotify and just listen to her wisdom where she's openly and vulnerably, you know, opens herself up and really shares lots of beautiful, heartwarming things. Also, her handle on Instagram channel is also Coming Out of the Voodoo Closet. So follow her there. And yes, loves, we had really lots of nice discussions here. We spoke about spiritual myths. We touched that witch wound that is so, so important to understand for us women in our society. And yes, we, we seriously just mumbled and laughed. And this was like a friendly, nice chat. So I hope you're going to like this. And yes, I think let's just dwell deeper into this. We have no further ado. So thank you, loves, first of all, for listening. And I will see you on another side. Hello, loves. Welcome to today's episode called Spiritual Mumbles. And I am here today with my beloved, actually, social media manager of Mystic Queen Circle. And her name is Lucy, and she is my first guest. So I'm so excited to bring this amazing person to talk to me today because I already discussed it, loves, that I will be bringing guests soon, and it's happening right now. And I thought, what is the best way then to do this at the first time bringing someone I know? And Lucy is a really, really beautiful spiritual woman that truly has a lot to say. So I'm really happy having you here together with me today, Lucy. Welcome. Oh, what an introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Setting the standard, setting the tone. (laughs) Oh, because you deserve it, truly. Thank you. (laughs) It's really sweet of you. (laughs) And you know, I kind of thought that 
we can discuss so many spiritual topics mm. together, I assume. Starting from spirituality, witchcraft, astrology, and probably we can speak hours and hours <laughs> about all the topics. Um, but I thought let's just maybe start this and let it flow to see what you know what will just come through us in regards to the spiritual mm -hmm. world because I know your own story and I would like you to share it with others but um, there's definitely lots of spiritual myths we can discuss mm -hmm. and lots of sparks we cannot cover so let's just see let's just see am I ready <laughs> yeah let's do it <laughs> <laughs> okay darling so first of all what is actually spirituality to you how do you identify it because I think we all see it in a little bit different way Mm -hmm. So I think the best way, or something that I heard that's really stuck with me the past few months is spirituality is a way to navigate human life. And um, people think that spirit is just something that's floating around in the universe. Some people may believe it and some people may not and you call it a ghost, but I believe we all have a spirit inside of us. And Spirituality for me is connecting the mind, body and soul together. And I always say it's, you know, using my divination toolbox. So for people who don't know what divination is, it's basically, well, my recollection's a bit fuzzy, but for me, these are just mediums and tools such as the tarot, the astrological chart, um, pendulums, like all this, all these divination tools to help uncover, um, you know, your spirit and peel back layers of the ego which because you know growing up you know i think it was from ages of zero to eight are the most impressionable years where everything we hear we take for face value we just assume it's real so you know the, as the years progress it's harder to shake off and um, these identities that have been given to us and ones that aren't even true but we just because we were told what we were and how we should have acted in our child years they're really hard to shake off and through this well my divination toolbox i feel like we can really begin to shed these layers and unpeel back you know the orange so we can be in our or we can follow our true purpose listen to our you know fact just i hate when people say find themselves but it really is i think it's our life's Oh, the reason why we come on this earth is to unpeel back these layers so that we can be in our true essence and embody our true purpose because we all came on this earth whether you know it or not to live our purpose and it's life's game to find it <laughs> mm. to level up <laughs> yeah mm. so beautiful oh that's such a nice explanation itself um <laughs> and quite resonating probably with my own to be honest um i kind of see spirituality as this life experience itself <laughs> which means it's a common thing and at the same time it's it's magical too um it's kind of like magic is reality and it's sad maybe that some people don't want to see it in the way because yeah. you can find so much beauty inside yourself as your own power and outside yourself and it aligns in the end uh, all together um so mm. i love that that was really nice yeah and i also think in the past few weeks i've sort of come to learn that or trying to remember that life is a game and i think when you're so um glued up in the physical reality 
you know, the 3D realm, as, as we call it, you know, what we can actually see in tangible products. Like, it's, um, you know, when you're so engrossed in, in, in the game that you don't actually realise it's a game. And it's always once you realise that it's not that deep, it's not that serious, that that's kind of when you can allow the magic to come in. And, you know, when you kind of take a step back and not fixate, that's something I've really tried the past few weeks to learn to let go of is fixating on the game. Oh, <laughs> really. yes. Yeah, and then it's like the mind is fixating, mm-hmm. not our soul, isn't it? So that makes mm-hmm. lots of sense. What would you say is also your, let's call it soul's mission, vision that you have right now? Because I think that might be changing, but what do you feel it is right now? Oh gosh, so I feel like that question is like <laughs> opening Pandora's box. <laughs> Once you start me on my astrological birth chart, you can't shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> so I I believe that our moon sign speaks to it literally I think when you know your moon sign, I think it totally makes you realise a lot of stuff and helps you to really unpack your life's purpose and when I found out I was a Gemini moon I was like oh my god that is why I just can't stop talking I love talking when I find something interesting I just have to share and pour it onto people like but like thank god I've got a really um nurturing and patient and loving mom who will listen to all my weird wacky ideas and thoughts because as a Gemini moon like I just love to absorb information like a sponge and then disperse it to people like, oh my God, like, look what I just found out. And because I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of Pisces in me and Pisces, we are healers. Like we just want to soothe and help people. So when I find this nugget of information, I'm like, oh my God, this person needs to hear it or this person needs to try this. And I think, you know, I've always been, I've always loved astrology, you know, growing up me and mum would always read out our weekly horoscopes even though I think the few sentences in a magazine it's no wonder some people think it's a load of rubbish and it's generalizable because you know how can you you know use a few sentences to reveal your life that week well there's more to it anybody who knows the chart knows there's more to it than just a few sentences on your son um so I've always been interested but when I went on my um started to really begin my spiritual journey at the start of this year it got to a point around May and I was just like looking around at the people who I went to school with and I was like this can't be it like you can't just graduate from uni and then just go straight into a job that you hate I think when people go to university they have loads of zest for life and they just feel so expansive but it just it kind of hit me that once people finish university it's like all this sparkle starts to fade and they just, I just feel like people, they start to lose that lust for life. And I just remember thinking, no, surely this can't be it. And, you know, me being a Gemini moon, whenever I meet people, it's like 21Q and I'm firing all these questions at people. I just found there was just no, no, like say sparkle or anything. And I just thought, that's when I kind of knew that well, at the start, okay, I, was, I said to Diana before we started recording, I don't want to start rambling. I want to keep to the point, so we'll try and keep to the point here. <laughs> but I, I, at this point, I was beginning to absorb 
all this information about spirituality, you know, using all my divinate, how you can use a divination toolbox to ignite, ignite this zest and ignite this fire and soul purpose. And I was like, oh my God, how do people not know about this? How do people not know about all this wealth of spiritual information out there that is that is at their fingertips and they just let it in and they just embrace a few quote unquote woo-woo ideas they might ignite this spark back that is literally beginning to dwindle as they enter the um, quote unquote adult life <laughs> and yeah and that's when I began to um start filming a podcast where I shared all of these what people would roll their eyes at, these esoteric ideas, all these weird and wonderful ideas which I knew could help people if they're just willing to listen. And so going back to my Gemini moon, I feel like if I can't even remember the question anymore, I think I can remember it. <laughs> using my Gemini moon, I just know that I can like pick out these old ancient wisdom and I know I can bring it to present day because I don't love I've got a background in marketing that's my degrees in marketing management I know there there needs to be a company or brand you know like the mystic queen circle which I was then to stumble upon synchronicities <laughs> but I just feel so passionate about um, working with brands and creating content which opens up people to this spiritual world and you know makes it digestible and a safe space to explore <laughs> mm. yes and that's exactly what you know attracted me to your application um and we started communicating um because i also listened to your podcast itself mm -hmm. and you know from the first beginning you mentioned that you're kind of wanting to integrate this more as this simple mundane uh, experience to the world this is exactly how I started my own path because mm -hmm. I find lots of spiritual materials that were complicated so mm -hmm. I love that part and ridiculously everything you talk in your podcast I try to speak almost the same way so I was also shocked a little bit I was like oh my gosh I didn't even know that someone can speak in the similar interval mm -hmm. like me so mm -hmm. I really love that about you because that resonated firstly um mm -hmm. secondly that you were trying to make it simple and thirdly that you were saying that it's not some kind of witchcraft voodoo imagination yeah. that some people have in mind of spirituality that we're gonna be you know making hexes um yeah. and brewing potions um with hate and anger uh just mm -hmm. you know shouting at the whole world which is yeah. also leads kind of to these spiritual myths that we have in our society um and what do you think would be maybe the one main one that really annoys you probably or makes you anger or makes you laugh a lot than people mention about spirituality? Would you say there is at least one that really tricks you? Oh, gosh. Um, what really? I think, do you know what? I think the perception, I know we talk a lot about this, the perception of the word witch. Now, prior to, by the way, if anybody out here hasn't read Witch by Lisa Lister, stop what you're doing, download it on Audible, it'll blow your mind. Um, but up until, um, you know, I read this book, I heard it kind of being thrown around. Actually, no, I didn't even hear it being thrown around on Instagram. I think I saw somebody put up a story that they were reading this book 
And they started speaking about the witch wound from this book, which we can go into if you want. I feel very passionate about that as mm. well. Um, but, and I was like, oh my God, I feel like someone gets me. Somebody gets a key part of my life, which I felt hardly anybody but my mum could resonate with. So anyway, so I read this book and I was just mind blown because like I said, prior to reading this book, the witch that I thought was the one that you see on Netflix, um, which is sinister, um, conjuring and wants to wreck hell on earth or the one from, I think it started to get glamorized, witch from, um, from that series about America, you know, the American Horror Story. Coven series but even then if you, mm. I mean I've not really watched American Horror Stories in years because there was just I thought the cinematography was stunning but the actual messages just too effed up for me I was like I don't know it, I, some people if, if that floats your boat then more power to you hon because I think for me at times those the stories have just like a little bit too like I don't know. I think I think like you, Diana, you can feel things through the screen. Yes. So anyway, so yeah, for me, witch just had this like you know this really sinister connotation. And then once Lisa dispelled all um, the myths and explained the archetypes, you know, like a witch is a force of nature. She is a creatrix. She is a healer. And I think that's what really um, resonated with me most about the witch is that actually. A witch is simply a healer and before you know the industrial revolution she was the wise woman she was the one the most respected person in the village she was the one that everyone turned to whether it was giving birth and um, having your first period or any sort of illness she was the most respected and it almost saddens me that witch was a term used well no it does sadden me that which is a term used to um dismantle or disconnect women from their innate gifts that they were born with because men and women you know you talk a lot about on your ebooks and your um your facebook groups that you do you talk about the masculine and feminine energies now the masculine energy yeah it has benefits you know it's what gets us out of bed in the morning it's authority it's decisiveness but yeah there are very strong feminine powers that are just watered down and aren't, um, and women aren't taught to connect to. So that's why, um, yeah, it's just, like I said, you just have to read the book because it is so great for understanding what a witch is and it is the catalyst to awakening your innate feminine powers, in my opinion. Oh, yes. That's a really amazing book. So really read it, guys. And um, mm -hmm. it can be a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> and you might not agree with everything. I know you mentioned also that you didn't agree to some parts. Um, Lisa is yeah. very direct. Um, yeah. She's really open-minded. Um, yeah. She just literally drags everything down and speaks right yeah. away. So it depends what vocabulary you use in your yeah. own life, if you're going to resonate. But either way, you're going to find really at least few amazing lessons from that book. And it uncovers, as Lucy mentioned, um, the witch wound that helps us understand why exactly we have this constant competition between us women still sometimes, which yeah. at the same time doesn't make sense. And we still feel guilty about that. Um, 
Do you want to explain what exactly the witch wound is to people? Well, I'll give my interpretation, but I just wanted to quickly mention that there was a part, and I think this is what, when people hear the word um, witch or spirituality, just sends off the alarm bells ringing, because mm -hmm. there is a chapter which delves into all the different types of witch. You can literally be a kitchen witch who uses mint and rose oil just to promote her well-being and it goes all the way into the paganism um occults and i think when people start or when people discuss this topic and start bringing in religion that's when people are like whoa no this is i remember like, i said to them oh, i'm reading a book called which she's like you're not going to join a court are you and i was like no and for me that just embodies the whole disconnect you have from the word is it's got so misconstrued and it's just yeah it's just so murky so i think it's really important to know that which as coming out in the, you know, the mystic queen's new ebook it's not a religion it's a way of life to heal our and nurture our souls but yeah going back to the witch wound so again it's it, it's the whole chapter so i'm really going to just try and encapsulate the essence but to like during the well, the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, as I said, um, certain men they wanted certain men wanted to have total control of, like I said, the medical industry, and obviously women were the threat because they had all these um, herbs and healing remedies. And long story short, the witch trials were created, and this was so that women could fear each other and disconnect from their innate powers and when I say innate powers I'm talking about knowledge of giving birth knowledge of how to heal wounds like internal and external and this because women were rewarded if they turned on each other you know having their lives spared instead of being burned at the stake it created like quite literally an innate wound in those women that there's some sort of feeling of mistrust or there is some sort of feelings of just, I mean, we'll, we'll touch about, we'll touch on my um, youth and growing up. But growing up, I just felt like I just did not fit in. I just wanted to spread love and be friends with everybody. And for some reason, it just did, I just didn't seem to click, no matter how much I gave myself to other women, well, little girls, but no matter how much I gave myself to friends, I literally wear my heart on my sleeve, but just never felt like enough. It just felt like I was, it was just being thrown back in my face. I just felt other girls just turning on me for no reason whatsoever. Like I just could not comprehend it. And, okay, yeah, well, I, as I've grown older, I've realised, you know what, work, I've got my own set of principles and ideals. And that was because as I got older, I was to realise that, well, I realised that it is powerful to have your own set of principles. It is powerful to accept yourself and it's powerful to have these unconventional ideas and um, because it's actually what's going to help my friends and help my family members as well. like i realize now it was for my greater path to heal and help people and connect people but at the time i saw it as like a burden i saw it as like something to be ashamed of that i was a sensitive soul that i just wanted to be friends mm -hmm. It was something that I felt ashamed of. That I just couldn't be a bitch and I just couldn't put that other girl in her place. And it makes sense now because as women, we are taught to see each other as threats beyond. And there's a quote from the book. I'm going to try it. Instead of calling women out, we should be calling women in. And I think as throughout the life, like we've always, we haven't been taught how to 
call each other in. We haven't been taught how to create a strong, cohesive female quote unquote coven. And that's because there's this ingrained witch wound that a patriarchal society has created that just creates this distrust. And I believe it's one of my life's purposes to really, and yours, Diana, I know you feel, I know this is within you as well. And I think to women listening to this podcast now, there's a reason why they're listening. And I think it is our one of our missions to create safe space for women and create these communities so that we can express ourselves so that we can wear our heart on our sleeves and not feel quote unquote weak like it's cool to be vulnerable and it's human to be vulnerable yet we're shamed we should be taught that we're we don't give a f and death about what this person thinks but actually it's okay to count it's okay to um yeah <laughs> so yeah i feel very passionate about healing this innate wound that us women have and um, yeah that's really hard to shake off especially when you think this is generations old it's not just your mum that passed it on to you yeah. it is deep within us yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so true you need to remember that um, in our blood and our dna there is this mm-hmm. ancestors history up mm-hmm. there and we think well we just pop from the belly and we're just related to mm-hmm. our parents and so on but if you dig a little bit more in your ancestors and the past story, you might see some similarities appearing yeah. for life over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what exactly where that women shame is coming. And to pinpoint one single thing, we are not blaming all the men for this because basically yes. we were both fooled, both women yes. and men at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So this is something we also need to heal also yeah. together. Uh, and yeah, it's just still so much time passed and it's crazy mm-hmm. that we are still sometimes feeling this within the competition itself and of course that happens also within men but i think that's so common between women yeah. lately um and we are really we are really good at looking at the outside in general as humans and uh, blaming others for specific style how they dress up um and maybe that's not fitting us that's totally okay but it doesn't mean we need to be judgmental as long as it's not um, harming Mm -hmm. someone and even then we probably shouldn't be judgmental we should just call that person out uh, and discuss it through the healing way versus judgment yeah i also think that with regards to the male like a hundred percent when i when i mentioned the male i'm talking about how many years ago was the industrial revolution about a thousand years ago, obviously the men and the, the male and female role was totally different. But I think what's, and this is why I feel passionate about the Mystic Queen Circle and I started my podcast was because I think the way to create a better future is to just understand one another's dynamics. I think there is a really big issue in society that, and this is something that I've only just started learning about a few, a few weeks ago and even a few months ago is um understanding that male and female are different so um you know i think men like i think it's how do how do i explain this it's like you know how can you i don't want to say fix but how can you heal something when all parties aren't aware it's damaged or broken or just or just not not working anymore and so say for example, going back to the menstrual cycle. So in the first two weeks, you know, women, they're, they're harnessing this masculine energy. They're 
they go, they're, they're starting those new projects, they're feeling zesty, they're, they're wanting, they're, you know, they're full of life. And then in the, the latter part, the, the last two weeks, women are going inwards, they're becoming more in tune to their feminine energies, their intuition. This also means that women need to rest. And I hate it, the last, or well, the premenstrual, so the final week, this is something that, you know, even before I started diving into this understanding of the hormone cycle, it used to really annoy me when women get quoted by men as psycho or uh, mm. hormone, or somebody calls me hormonal. Yeah. Oh, because it's, it's, it's painting hormones in a bad light and making us feel ashamed for having a different set of hormones. But these different exactly. set of hormones is what creates life. It's what makes a woman powerful. It's what taps her into her intuition and her dream space. And it's what makes a woman magical. And if men were to understand that when women are going through this phase, well, maybe we would have different conversations. Maybe we would be more careful to start arguments or give each other space or just allow women to go through all the different energies and emotions that she may feel instead of making the woman feel ashamed and that there's an issue or and you know there's so many other taboo topics but these taboo topics the ones that make us feel uncomfortable like for example talking about the hormonal cycle is exactly what we need to um create more balance and harmony in society so that we understand what's going on because if we don't understand our bodies, then how can we... And it links back to spirituality, your body, mind and spirit. If you don't understand how to connect these three and embrace all these three, then how can you navigate life in a clear and positive manner for all parties and respect each other's um, desires? Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, 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 that's so true. And again, it's connected to this masculine and feminine Mm. energy integration in our lives. Um, If men are really aligned with their feminine Mm. sign, they decide they will probably also understand the woman's side of the Mm. spectrum a little bit more. Because again, this is both ways. We both need to help each other to to make this, you know, to create... I can't say we can't really delete the wound because it's there. It happened. We can't also pretend. Um, and it's still happening just in other yeah. ways, you know. We still have, which is being burned, not in the burning yeah. sense, but we have yeah. women being burned by disgusting comments um, and yeah. being used by men just because they want to have yeah. this power. And it's, again, not to blame, yeah. but that happens in the world. Um, and we all know that. So... Mm-hmm. We can still be open to that. Uh, mm-hmm. We can still honor ourselves, respect, mm-hmm. talk about this, say then we see this happening to mm-hmm. other people. I think that's freaking mm-hmm. essential. And yes, we can still understand that from the perspective that people who act this way, they definitely need mm-hmm. healing themselves, not which wounds, but childhood mm-hmm. wounds, traumas that they need to undergo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that just... Yeah, that's such a big topic in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's nothing like, um, I think this is like a topic that we all know of in society is making it okay for men to talk about their mental health issues. And this is nothing spiritual, woo-woo, groundbreaking. This is just what is happening in society. And I think what I love about, the beautiful thing about spirituality for me is that 
it puts words into it helps us to understand um for me it contextualizes what goes on in society like before i knew about spirituality i had no idea about the masculine and feminine energies so when i was you know for example i've got an older brother like making it a safe space for him to talk about how his feet i mean i don't really <laughs> my mum does a better job than me i'm not i mean i'm not i haven't cracked the code ladies let me tell you whoever's listening but it is just it's nothing spiritual you know helping men to come more into their feminine energies you know creativity you know my dad's got strong pisces energy and i'm always saying you need to express your creativity he's like no 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 i don't want to paint why do i want to paint Mm. (laughs) but it's also about like i said as well as honoring a woman's body it's also about um honoring men's feminine sides and you know obviously in a relationship you need a balance of the two the divine feminine the divine masculine and it's finding that that point where it's harmonious and it's easier said than done <laughs> yeah so exactly we women need to work on that too um because mm-hmm. we also have the society norm that um mm-hmm. we want the macho man to protect mm-hmm. us and save us some of us and then you look deeper at this it makes sense within the biological uh, definition that some women might find it um, as a safety protection mechanism mm-hmm. so you can't really blame that on that part But then you look deeper at this. This is also sometimes looking too much at the toxic masculine environment Mm. and it becomes too much. So we women also Mm -hmm. need to say, no, that's that's not enough. I also Mm. want emotions and feelings that come Mm -hmm. through the feminine side. And just because Mm -hmm. a man is crying or showing it, uh, let's be real. Let's not call it firstly a pussy because pussy Mm. is a strong, uh, (laughs) really strong, you know, Mm. powerful force mm-hmm. of the whole mm-hmm. universe um yeah it's stronger than a dick actually yeah. if we make it in this sense but of seriously uh, not to compare again uh, but um, let's not do that to each other mm-hmm. um let's yeah. not go on these sides um so this is mm-hmm. the work from both sides all the time no 100 percent. and it's funny like i always thought i up until like the other week i thought i was struggling with the divine femme but actually I'm really in tune with my femininity and it's more of the masculine structure that I need to call in but I think what's really difficult for anybody is because there is obviously the the shadow side to masculine and feminine you may be in your femme your divine femme but it might be you might be exhibiting more toxic traits and as well as you might be in your masculine but it's the toxic so it's burnout it's not resting Mm. I think it's important to acknowledge two sides of the coin and yeah yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely I think this is a nice way also to wrap it up um though we can talk for a while so probably (laughs) we need to get you back at some point um we have lots of topics to discuss yeah but um is there anything else you want to mention or to send one important message right now to people in the spiritual or human terms? What do you think comes out the most for you? I well, I think one of my favorite quotes, it kind of pops, it always pops into my head when I need it. It's first, it's not even, I mean, actually, oh, or the two. <laughs> Go with two. two. To leave you on. Okay, so technically it's not too what you'd call spiritual but my, I think my favorite quote is the best days are yet to come so whenever you think you're stuck in the mud 
everything's just crashing in on you just remember that this energy this feeling is temporary and like i said better days are coming always remember that always have faith and then the second one is i I did an instagram post on this the other day but i just love it it's as above so below so whatever happens above is going to manifest below and you can make that as spiritual or as human as you want it you know mental health is going to manifest in the physical body what's happening in the cosmos is going to manifest on planet earth so yes <laughs> oh thank you lucy a lot firstly oh. for coming and for sharing the spiritual truth and bombs and discussing these <laughs> deep topics that are extremely essential there's to touch in life even though mm-hmm. it is sometimes uncomfortable being a witch is basically working with your shadow parts that's just a part of it and we need to deal with that in order to reach that wanted enlightenment and shit might still happen if you reach enlightenment so just get used to that darlings buckle up and just enjoy the ride but thanks lucy a lot um it was a pleasure speaking with you darling oh always a pleasure here anytime for a chat (laughs) oh love you love you too Mm, that was beautiful wasn't it thank you for listening my darlings as always from my full heart and well it's amazing and exciting for me myself to bring guests for you and this will be happening more and more often now remember half 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 solo half guest episodes so that you can enjoy not my own genius spiritual messages but also the messages of other spiritual kick-ass women and who knows maybe we might even bring men into this podcast too so thank you loves and i can't wait to see you next week meanwhile take care of yourself and big kisses to you too bye